Chapter numbered eighteen of Stories of Symphonic Music. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, BC. Stories of Symphonic Music by Lawrence Gilman. Section eighteen. Hadley. Henry Hadley, born in Somerville, Massachusetts, December twentieth, 1871, now living in Germany. Tone Poem, Salome, Opus 55 This tone poem, after Oscar Wilde's tragedy, is said to have been completed before the production of Richard Strauss's music drama on the same subject. Footnote the first production anywhere of Strauss's Salome was at Dresden, December ninth, 1905, a little more than a year before the first American production at the Metropolitan Opera House, New York, January twenty-second, 1907. Footnote. It is alleged that when Mr. Hadley's music was composed, it was published at Berlin in the latter part of 1906, the Salome of Strauss was unknown to him. The score contains the following program, printed in German and English. Oscar Wilde's tragedy, Salome, presents first a moonlight scene of oriental beauty. Without the palace the soldiers are keeping guard. Within, a feast is in progress. Salome leaves Herod's banquet and seeks the grateful cool of the lovely night. John the Baptist, Iokanan, has been made prisoner by Herod in an old well. On hearing his voice proclaiming the Christ, Salome is deeply moved and determines to see him. She prevails upon the captain, Naraboth, who is in love with her, to have Iokanan brought forth. When Salome beholds him, Salome, the willful and haughty, who has always triumphed in her loves, finally herself falls a victim to a consuming passion for Iokanan. Notwithstanding her pleadings, he repulses and condemns her as the daughter of a wicked woman, while the soldiers reconduct him to his imprisonment. The music and revelry of Herod's banqueters are heard. Missing Salome at the feast, Herod leaves the palace and seeks her. Upon finding her cold and silent to his advances, he asks her to partake of fruits and wine with him. This she refuses to do. Finally he begs her to dance, promising her anything her heart desires, if she will but consent. At last Salome is persuaded, and dances the dance of the seven veils for Herod. Delighted and enchanted with Salome's charms and maddening dance, he lays half his kingdom at her feet. She will have none of it, but reminding him of his promise, demands the head of Iokanan in a silver plate. Herod, superstitious, now thoroughly alarmed at so extraordinary a request, pleads with Salome. It is of no avail. She will have only what she demanded. At last, 
to utter collapse of Herod, he is bound to keep his promise. Salom, on being presented with the head of Iokanan, fondles and caresses it, breathing words of passion into its deaf ears. Herod, in fright of what has been done, and in rage and disgust with Salom, orders her instant death. The soldiers rush upon her with their spears and put her to death. Footnote. Mr. Hadley, in this description, gives a slight inaccurate account of Wilde's drama. Salom, in the play, has not always triumphed in her loves, for Wilde makes her out to be a virgin, and Iokanan her first love. Nor do the soldiers, at the end of the tragedy, rush upon her with their spears. The stage direction at this point reads, the soldiers rush forward and crush beneath their shields Salom, daughter of Herodias, princess of Judea. End footnote. At the time the first American performance of this tone poem by the Boston Symphony Orchestra on April 12, 1907, Mr. Philip Hale published in the program books this exposition of the significance of the music. Salom begins, lento el moto tranquillo, with a description of the moonlight scene. The music follows the course of the argument, but how literally, how imaginatively, must be determined by each hearer. It will be remarked that a theme, which might be called Salom's desire, introduced early in the work after a passage for solo violoncello, for horns and then for clarinets, oboes, and English horns, is used at the end of the tone poem, con adore, sick, to accentuate the address of Salom to Iokanan's head. Salom's dance, Allegretto ben Remato, with a stretto con delirio, is specified by the composer with a title. The chief motives elsewhere are unidentified by him. One hearer, then, may take the motive, poco largamente, early in the work, given to trombones and tuba fortissimo with drumroll for Iokanan's denunciation, and recognize the significance of its entrance after the dance, which to another the motive may have another meaning. So, too, there may be various opinions concerning the precise significance of other themes. It is enough to say that the music follows the course of the published argument. After the dance and the scene in which Herod consents to the beheading of the holy man, there is a return to the opening tonality, tempo, and mood. Themes already typical of Salome are again used. There is a suddenly introduced and short allegro con fuco. Grand pause. Lento. The English horn sighs the love theme of Salom. End of section 18. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.